Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 56th episode of the HSBG podcast. I'm your host, Educated Collins, and I'm here with my constant co-host, Shady Bunny. Shady, how you doing? I'm doing really well, Collins. How are you? I mean, I woke up like 30 minutes ago, and I realized that today is Friday, and I need to get all the topics done, and I need to work on the podcast. And I was like, Shady, I just woke up. I'm going to be late. And he's like, oh, maybe we'll do it tomorrow. But I was like, tomorrow's Lobby Legends. I don't want to start this podcast in the midst of it after everyone's really going to be talking about that. So let me just work really hard for like the next you know, 10, 20 minutes, get some topics done, and then we can like filter through it after that setting. And here we are. Yeah, sorry guys, I'm a little bit late. It's It's all good. That's all you (laughs) I I had a whole speech. And you're just like, that's fine. All of it was good. (laughs) Okay, fine, whatever. Uh I mean this this podcast I didn't have I don't have too many topics, but I don't think we need that many, right? We basically know what we're gonna be talking about. Uh, this whole stream, you know, it's uh, it's Naga. Naga, it's Naga patch. We've been waiting for it. Last week, you said you were excited. You know, you're ready. They're ready to play, and uh, we're gonna have some interesting discussions around it. Da, da, da. I mean, I mean, this this whole podcast is is generally gonna be about Nagas and whatnot because you know that's really what my brain could think about in ten minutes. You know, <laughs> that's uh, that's that's what we're gonna do. Well, yeah, we always start with our battleground weekly overview, I would say, and that that hasn't changed, right? And uh, mm-hmm. you know, I think before the patch, the it doesn't really matter. I didn't really play that much actually before the patch um, this week, but I've been playing a lot since Nagas came out, and uh, I don't know. I mean, I expected this, you know, I expected the meta. But I've you know I've been playing a lot of Nagas. They're pretty strong, uh, and stuff. People keep asking me what my opinions are, and even yet I still don't have opinions. It hasn't been a week. I need like a week minimum to really. I mean, I I have some opinions to be fair. Like that's a lie, but it's not set in stone or anything. I can't really tell you. Oh, this my opinion won't change here, Uh, because my opinion day one is different than my opinion day two. My opinion yesterday Mm -hmm. is also different. Uh, and then probably tomorrow will be a little bit different. So I, I'll just tell you, I mean, this is a good time to kind of share my opinion at its particular point, but it's very likely to change in the future. So I'm just keeping that in mind when I when I speak. But generally, I've been playing a lot of the patch and I have been playing with a lot of Nagas because of it. And I... Do think there are some things to discuss about Nagas overall, but it's been interesting uh, to to say the least. And also, like, I don't like playing against streamers personally. I don't like it. And I, 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 all my lobbies have some streamer in it. Like every lobby, it's crazy. I, in NA, this must be an NA thing. Maybe you'll you'll notice it this month. But like every lobby has a streamer. I'm like, stop. Leave me alone. And it, it makes it hard to like just insta win because there's always like a challenger at the end, uh, you know, someone trying to trying to smack me out, and I'm just like, please leave me alone. <laughs> but how is your week, Shady? Uh, I played some Hades before the patch came out. That was fun. And then, oh, I played some yeah. Divinity Original Sin too before the patch came out. That was pretty fun. That's yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just 
win three lead, max relaxing pre-patch. Just uh, make sure I'm good to go. And yeah, good to go. It's been fun. It's just been jamming games. Honestly, not too much to say, indeed. Like, we'll just talk about it in next topics, I guess. It's Oh, I had to play on an A because EU was locked for me on day one. Yeah. So time okay. to see what all this NA talk is about. Or Collins is like, ha, ah, you know, but you're playing on EU, Shady. If on an A, this, wouldn't, this shit wouldn't fly on an A. So, <laughs> um, yeah, just seeing what it's all about now. All right. Well, um to speak on that some they set a small number of accounts right but I, I mean there's not that many streamers right like compared to the general player base mm -hmm. and i saw it hit quite a few like streamers you know like at least like three or four right and and if you just like the streamer population that's that's like you know like five show. six yeah seven percent of them so it, I, I feel like it's more than a small it's, it's more than a handful but apparently those people can't access their main or not their main, but they can't access their account even if they restart on it all. Apparently they you you would need to do like a full reset of your of the game or something to be able to enter into it. And that's interesting, right? Because it, it, it might mean that it's not uh server sided. It might be like hardware or something or or, or so, but I mean, uh, I don't know if it's fixed. I haven't logged in yet. I just played in there. Yeah, yeah. But um, some people couldn't access their account. I didn't have that issue, but it, it, it is a pretty big deal, especially if you're trying to, like, climb, not being able to play the first day. So welcome to NA, Yoko. So, you know, we'll see how it goes for you. Uh, but uh, other than that, you know, we can move on to our, our next topic, right? Pretty much... The meta, the Nagas, are they good? I'm reusing Slide Shady. I, I had 10 minutes. <laughs> this is... <laughs> uh, but overall, just kind of what's your thoughts on the Naga? Are they good? Should you be playing them? Or anything else? Contesting Nagas? Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, there's obviously a ton of thoughts here. Right. We'll, yeah. This 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 we'll is this is basically the whole... Uh, yeah, yeah, the whole we'll podcast. So, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the basic thing is that Nagas are like very dominant, right? So if you look at the lobbies, a lot of people are really pushing for it. But uh, when playing a bit more, I've been playing less and less Naga. Still a lot, right? I, I played when I can, but so instead of like ninety nine, you've like dropped down to like eighty. Is, <laughs> is that what you're saying, or well, what? What? Give, I, I play it when I can. So I guess the 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 explanation here is that so so I'll, I'll, yeah, i'm go gonna ahead. cut you off at the right sure. now because i feel like this is gonna be a free-flowing feel free to cut me off as well right but essentially what what you're trying to say is like you try to go nagas essentially and then if you don't you do something else or yeah but you have to say like what constitute nagas right for me it's basically you try to go with this right because if if you have anything but a this on your board it doesn't matter from what I've yeah, I guess I guess that's more yeah. accurate. There's it's, not it's, um yeah. So I had too many Naga games before where I just had like yeah, I have kind of like big lurkers and I've got Shoal and, the, and it's it's kind of garbage, right? It doesn't really do anything. So that's pretty much it. So, you need the Atissa scaling. Yeah. Yes, I don't play Nagas unless I have Atissa, almost right. Maybe right. there's an outlier here or there, but that's what I'm doing different. Uh, the first the first day or two, I was still playing Nagas without Atissa sometimes. 
Right. Yeah. Um. That that that's that's a good point. Um. But if you don't get that, then you're doing something else, right? But are you leaning to get a Tissa? Are you like trying to? Yes. 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 The, okay. the, so well, I, I I sort of have a bit of a system where I look at my heroes at the start and I evaluate <laughs> every hero the can play Naga Shady. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> not really, right? Not really. Like, I, then, uh, then don't don't play. Like those I, had a, I, had a, I had a top two Sarfang game because I was very very committed to not playing Nagas, and I was super aggressive. You played Max. At killing the other people. Yeah, I got a top one my F game because I was extremely aggressive. Like I, I tripled for the six. I missed. I got a fell bat, and I just went like super aggro yeah. on the beast. I, I, yeah, I have one without Nagas. That is true. Yeah, it, yeah it's too. it's not. It's not like you're you have to play Nagas if you want to win. You can win without it, but the vast majority of winning boards yeah, will be Nagas. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot easier to win. That's that's very true. Um, but but it is it is interesting how demanding. Like I I guess like the Nagas like if you don't have the Athisa, it feels like uh, what if I do? <laughs> like I, yeah. sometimes you can get away with it with like. A super early lava lurker and like um that some other generation of uh spellcraft uh, but that, it's a lot harder more, i've seen people win with player. the avenge one instead of yeah but to me to me that means that your opponents were just not strong right? I mean, not like everyone's gonna get at, at this every game right so almost every lobby right the winners will yeah I, well I mean, or die, right? Like, because sometimes... Yeah, yeah, sometimes the people that were going to get it to so they died, yeah. right? That's true, but... So, but that those are the outliers. I guess what I'm trying to say is that it's extremely hard to do well with Nagas if you don't have a Tissa. Yeah, I, I would say so. Them, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, was, I was saying, like, I have seen boards that are really powerful with, non, with no Tissa. And usually they, they have, like, the Avenge one. Like, I've seen that. Or and the or the spellcraft uh, six and and something else and 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 they'll find a way and even without the attack so like you could still scale it's just not as good right the, the, for sure it's not as good but I've seen I've seen them have like oh this is a pretty powerful board and I see their board they have no attack and I'm like that's I, so, I'm surprised you can do that like without before we continue should we maybe lay out like very quickly the basics of how the Naga comp works and what is the most sure and, and I, I can put the uh, the cards on the screen as well oh. sure sure you want to talk about it or should I dude are you are the one that that lays things out on the basics I'm just you know talking about how sure, I feel sure, sure. and that's <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I, think it's, um, I think it's also good, right? Because we might have some listeners like getting into the patch late, or just people that have been playing, but they don't—they're not really sure what the optimal board is. And then we could talk about, you know, what's been working better for you. But um, the basic, basic structure, right, is you're going to build around the Tissa. Tissa's on the screen. Tissa is the six drop that every time you cast a spell, four friendly Nagas gain plus one plus one, herself included. So, Kali um, Naga, I like to call her. Yeah, so she doesn't have to buff herself, but she can, which is a huge difference. So you only need four Nagas to begin with. Then the, the second key piece, in my opinion, to a strong Naga comp is I the wonder, Siren. Okay, I, I was wondering what you were going to say here, and I agree. I think yeah, I, mean, I think that people are figured day. out like uh, that. That's yeah. where the the power comes from. Absolutely, night and day, one uh, with or without. So the Siren is a three drop, which triggers all your spellcraft at the end of the turn. So this means that 
when that siren triggers, not only are you gaining the benefits from your spellcraft minions, you are also triggering your Atissa per spellcraft minion on your board times two if it's a golden siren or you have two sirens. So that's phenomenal. And then the rest is really bonus. Obviously, you need spellcraft minions, but I would say those two are really the core. Now, ideally, what from what I've seen, you want Glowscale because she provides Divine Shields. Mm-hmm. That's the five drop. Um, with a Siren on the board, the Glow Scale will also Divine Shield itself, which is a huge upside. And then the others, usually it'll be a Shoal, like a Golden Shoal, which is a three drop that gives a plus one, plus one, or in the Golden case, plus two, plus two per Naga on the board to itself, which also means that at the start of the turn, you get the Shoal spell, you can allocate that wherever you like. And, and that's usually it. Now, an amazing minion to really kick off your scaling, so a minion you want early, is the Tender or the Orgozola, whatever its name is. It's the six drop that's five nine stat line oh, every turn. You're it'll just lava cover. lurker. I, I guessed wrong. I, <laughs> I don't care about lava lurker at all. I think it's just completely overrated, completely unnecessary. It slows down your scaling. Um, uh, I, it, I it, think early it's pretty good, but um, yeah, I guess the I guess boards we play that win, the boards that win don't need it. Essentially. Yeah, you don't need. But I mean, if you happen to have a golden lurker which you've been pumping, sure, right? You don't have to sell it. But the lurker itself does not have spellcraft on it, which means that it will overall slow down your scaling. Even though it gets huge, your your board in its entirety will be smaller, or at the very least, the vast majority of the stats will be allocated on the lurker, which makes it more vulnerable to. Um, getting poisoned or yeah, whatnot, yeah. especially if you had to taunt it early, which happens sometimes. Yeah, it happens most of the early. time. I don't think I see lurkers without a taunt, like in the late game. I, I sometimes try to avoid it, but I don't. That must really be a like use. It. Like I, I mean, all the games, if if they have a lurker, it's huge with taunt. Like it's I, taunted, yeah, right? this... yeah. So, anyways, we we're talking about the uh, Orgazola, or I just call it Tender because it's it's its full name is. Orgozoa, or Orgozoa. I've never read the name of this card. So. Yeah, I just call it Tender. Right? The last wild bit of Tender. But essentially, this card is what really, you know, like think back to Doomsayer turns where you're suddenly like, hey, my hand is full of demons and I can power level and I have a bunch of buffs and this is cool, right? That's kind of what happens here. Only you're already on six or on five if you tripled into it. Um, it's really in combination with the Siren. Sometimes I will just play two sirens on my board just to trigger this thing more often. So um, because it's spellcraft, the siren triggers it, which means that you get extra Nagas in your hand for free. These Nagas very often have spellcraft on them, which means that they um, work with your Atissa, or sometimes you'll just gain economy with the coin thing. You'll sometimes just get an extra Atissa. (laughs) You know what I'm thinking? Some like sucker who hasn't played this meta but is like competing in Lobby Legends is like, I'm just gonna listen to Collins and Shady. <laughs> like, that's gonna be yeah, my strategy. Awesome. Right. Like, I really hope that there's, you know, like uh, one or two people competing in Lobby Legends that are listening and be like, yeah, that's, that's cool. Let's see if, you know, there's, there's anything. But I mean, most people that compete in Lobby Legends have spammed, they're super prepared. And, I hope and, so. You know, wow. Most, I- you know, like the vast, vast majority of what we talk here is going to be old news to them. But yeah, this is this for everyone, right? I mean, there's still so, like nuggets here and there. Like maybe people are like prioritizing yeah, lava yeah. too much, right? And they'll be like, oh, you know, maybe I don't need to prioritize. So they might yeah. learn a couple of things. Like I see people buy it late sometimes. I'm like, what do you do? And I'm like, no, it's like I've done that. Waste of your slots, right? Um, but uh, yeah, it is. Uh, like, it, 
like it feels extremely powerful once you get the double Atissa. That's the point. So it's kind of like Cali for me, like if, if we're talking a little bit more specific, uh, where I don't buy random things if I only have one. I start buying everything if I have two. So if I have one, okay. I'm just pushing for the good shit, right? I'll buy the coin because it's cheap. I'll buy anything I need, like Siren, like a second shoal, like a second uh, glow scale or whatever it's called. But I'm not going to buy the random thing that gives taunt. I'm not going to buy the one drop, like screw that. I'm not going to buy the four drop that gives you the Wind Fury. That's too expensive for one Latissa. Um, like I'm really, like if I'm having a good game at least, right? I will really push for the good stuff. So I'll get another tender, I'll get my golden siren, but I'm mainly just trying to roll, 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 roll to get another Atissa. The moment I get two Atissas, that's where it gets disgusting, where you just, you know, everything yeah. just, that's that's how you get, like, I've had boards with like 300, 300 uh, nog outs. Yeah, I fought somebody, it was like turn eight, and he had like four Atissas, two Oof. tenders, Divine Shear, like, he had a board that was, like, turn 11 or something on turn 8. And mm -hmm. I, I and one guy just died, so I took, like, 32. And I'm just like, why? And then I fought him in the late game to, like, to kill me. And I was just like, dude, why? Funny like, game, right? instead of someone else dying, I fight him and I lose. And I was just like, it's so unfair. Like, you don't even get the top two, right? Yeah, that's yeah. I don't know. You can you can go nuts, right? If you get the lucky mm -hmm. hits, it's it's just not fair. I really do think this card is is a secret sauce. Like if you remove the tender, you'd actually reduce the scale, like the potential scaling of it quite a bit. Um, just because like the ability to like just generate a Tissa's because you're discovering a Naga, right? Like the chance you hit if you're on six, the chance you hit a Tissa or Divine Shield or or any of those like key pieces is actually quite high. So. I do think like if you were to choose between if you're on if you're healthy on six and you're choosing between this one or the Atissa, I think this one actually gives you more um, better scaling. I would say overall because you can roll into Atissa. I mean, you can roll into this too, but yeah, you you want to start with this one right to kickstart, but you do need to hit yeah, the you do need the Atissas. Yeah, another thing about this i guess this meta and is that there's there's only seven copies right so the people yeah. that get it first they just you it's so hard to contest them because there's so much less in the pool and everyone's looking for the same card right so there there will be people who are like just one atissa no synergy right and even though they're not winning they're removing your chance of getting it right and then the other people are just like, oh, I have double Atissa, I'm, I'm good, or, or or whatever. And and they'll just be scaling a lot earlier than you. So when you... Yeah, sorry, please. Yeah, when you try to get this second, right, you you are, end up being extremely behind. But because of that, um, it's hard to compete, right? You, you either get this early, and people like high roll as fast as possible, or level as fast as possible to get this, or they're just trying to get this and dying or they're like oh I'm, I'm not early enough i have to do something else and then they'll like mm -hmm. play buster i don't know what copy you're playing to continue oh, I, I, <laughs> I guess you're playing scam yeah. yeah yeah when when you see two nagas what that means is i tried to go at tissa and i now have two leroy's and two um mantids and yeah. <laughs> some nagas right like yeah. a big lurker left over and then i have Two Leroy's, two Mantids, and I'm just trying to go one for one with my cards and tying or take less damage. Yeah, it's hilarious yeah. how 
prevalent the like the spore has become right it's a leader the sp- you know but spore is now in like every game if you thought if you think yeah, about it like that so much better than spore. yeah obviously uh well in this yeah. meta it's better than spore right yes. but it's because people aren't playing like trickster or anything where you need a spore right because you can't um so in this particular meta where you need i need to play this thing and it's always good leroy's the king in that right where, yeah. where... always good is a bit of an over like this i mean that's that's a whole subject we can talk about and we leroy. can i mean we, right. we can like definitely leroy, talk about leroy. where where do you position it what do you taunt right all that cool stuff so yeah that's that's a very that's a do you want to go first maybe like like your thoughts on leroy like do you like the card how do you use it and all that i don't like the card i think it okay. it it makes alternative late games very one-dimensional in that you either get the nuts or you play this <laughs> that's like what else are you playing like you like especially in this type in this meta it it's too important i guess compare like you even play this on nagas right like that that you know like that goes to show you like everyone wants the card right and then there's like not really um i mean early game maybe it's not as good right because you can scale better uh but when once it comes to a late game you're trying to like win the lobby maybe final battle right everyone's looking for this because it it can pretty much one for one the one thing you have to be careful of is like if you put it too early people will have like random weak taunts and it doesn't do anything right like well at least you know some opponents but uh later on right you also you don't want it to be too late right and not proc a divine shield right you want it to to free kill a divine shield so you have to you have to get that balance uh maybe third sometimes is like where i can get the most value if you if it's not first because sometimes you can just like snipe people's shields because they're not paying attention and you just put it first and like oh yeah i kill everything but if, if they are trying to play around they know you have a leroy right then sometimes you can like delay it a little bit to try to get a little bit uh, higher chance of better value but uh, it it definitely warps the game around it, but I think that's that might be a nugget issue too, because I, I I think if the meta was healthier, this wouldn't be as prominent. Because because right now you can't really like you don't really see busters, you don't really see beasts that often. Like they don't they can't compete. Like no, there's not really anything that can compete with the Naga scaling. So the weaknesses of Leroy aren't really fe- being felt right where. Leroy against Death Rattles. If if people were more playing beast comps and you oh Leroy into beast oh at it, Mama Bears it, it would feel pretty awkward. Uh, or Leroy into like Buster if people were playing like Reborn or not 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 the beast variant but the Death Rattle variant. But even the Macaw variant, you're still gonna get some um, some Death Rattles from the Buster that the Leroy could go into. Uh, mm-hmm. But it, it would still, I think it would be better in there because, like, you hit a deflector and that's, like, whew, that's a huge, or a me- uh, mackerel, that's huge, right? So it'd still probably be good in, in, um, in bu- against Buster, but especially, like, Beast. But there's not a lot of, like, particularly bad comps for Leroy to play into, right? Like, Beast is the one that jumps out, but, like, Elementals, maybe Demons, but no one's really going to be playing um, Juggler Demons in the late game. Right, you're probably playing like big, big, uh, big Felbat or something, or maybe big Wrath Weaver. So it'd still be good. What are the other menu types? Quillbores, same thing, right? Quillbores, you're one for one. So there's, there's not really any, like, there's not scare, uh, particularly annoying because they get to poke your Leroy quite often. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Pirate scam. That's okay. So yeah, there's, 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 there's not. But I mean, that's not that common. Like, I don't see that well, many. Play pretty often. Yeah, we play it often, like more than other people. But <laughs> I, w- I would say like it's not, it's not something I see too many people playing. Sure. So I, I, just, I just think there's, there's not a lot of like comps that are being played that Leroy does horrible into, and especially yeah. in this meta. Like right now, it's it's just Nagas that you're yeah. you're focused on, um, so because of how strong Nagas are and how it's hard to counteract a Naga board with a different archetype, you you're kind of forced to play this as a countermeasure. So you end up getting like Leroy's and Mantids, and. It, and, and I mean, these are five drops and six drops that you're looking for. So it it's like the same game plan, essentially. Like, oh, I need to go to a new level and try to hit a Tissa. If I don't hit it, I'm on five, right? And then I'll need to roll for Leroy's and then and, and maybe get Mantis Queen somehow. So it, it's, it's, it's a very similar game plan. But what it does is every other strategy falls to the wayside, unless you get super lucky and you're given like a perfect buster or frog or comp or some other like you're just given this in one turn like i i won with dragons right i wrote I, how did i do it i wrote double caligos in one turn yeah okay well that, that might do it for you right where uh where you can do it but if you're not getting those situations you kind of have to default to these specific countermeasures because you know that your opponents are going to be playing this one comp most of the time that um if you do if you try to force beasts from like in the late game, like, oh, let me switch into beasts or switch into elementals. Let me buy a Nomi, <laughs> you know, like yes. you're asking to die. And uh, so Nagas warp it, but also the addition of Leroy's warp the answer to the Nagas. So you only have those like real two options unless you get super lucky with the other archetypes. That's my thoughts. Yeah, no, I said too much. That's <laughs> all right. So I I don't really mind the cards. Yeah, you like, you you are very lenient. I've noticed with uh, things that have like very structured approaches. You know, it's like oh yeah, yeah. here here we go. Then I do this, and then oh Leroy helps me fix this structured approach. It's well, fine. Uh, I I think that the Leroy isn't really so when I'm playing Nagas, I don't lose to Leroy. You don't it's lose to anything. Like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Right? It's not like you suddenly like, oh, I have a Leroy. I countered as Naga player. It's more like they they weren't full build yet, and I got lucky with my Leroy swing. It's I think it's more just something you you play when you didn't hit, like you said, and you're trying to take less damage or so. But it's not like you're going to suddenly beat a full Naga build because you, you had a Leroy. You can right, but you need a comp yourself. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. But you yeah. you're not gonna just scam them out of nowhere. No, uh, like but you, you can have a Leroy and it can really hit the sweet spot. Mantis right? so, Queen can scam, like because it has divine shield. So if you have like yeah. double Leroy with Mantis Queen and you have like but enough types, a good Naga comp is almost fully divine shield, right? Yeah, we're talking yeah. minimum yeah. four shields, if not more. Because yeah, yeah, perfect Nagas beats everything. So that's let's yeah. let's ignore that. But if you if you're not like perfect Naga and you have like double Mantis, double Leroy, and like a good base. You can beat those comps. So 
you have to try for that. And another nice thing about the Leroy is it does reduce damage, right? Like that's pretty yeah. true. Where if you have Leroy double mantis, you're not going to be taking thirty six. Yeah, you're just where, trying to remove as many yeah. as possible. Where if you're if you're running like Macaw <laughs> Macaw Gold. <laughs> You're dead. You thought you were at, you thought you were at thirty. You thought you were safe. Now nah, you're taking thirty six. Like yeah. So that's that is that is something to keep in mind. Like even if you aren't trying to beat the player, if you are healthy and you're like, I need to survive this fight so that they can kill someone else. Like Leroy is still the answer. And yeah. it's also great against Murlocs. Like you do see Murlocs from time to time, especially with a Flurgan lobby, right? They can. They can kind of get there. Like I've I've played Flurg myself. I've played yeah, against yeah. Flurg. Brand 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 six drop Flurg. Brand um, six drop yeah. two swolfins two golden swolfins. That can do it for sure. But yeah, like I've I've had two swolfins of my own. We're like, you, you know what's annoying? I had that situation, and then everyone switched to Murloc scam. And yeah, I hate. I was annoyed. I was like, let me just win my big stats, but no, they were yeah. good enough. <laughs> you, you actually like. People say like nothing outscales Nagas. Murlocs outscales Nagas. Like, uh, with brand, really with brand. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, obviously, right. Well, obviously. but but you need you need a lot of pieces, right? Like you need the brand, yeah, and you need yeah, the six yeah. drop, and you got to get that early enough for it to scale, you know? Because because people are playing Nagas and they will get it fast enough. So if you don't have that brand scaling engine quick enough too, you they can outpace you. Um, it's of not course, it's not guaranteed that oh I have brand right. this I'm going to outscale. You also have to high roll in a sense. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm not talking here that your average Murloc board is better than your average Naga board, but I've. It's doable. It is very, it's it doable. Is very okay. Yeah. It's very sure. possible for a Murloc board to be bigger than a Naga board. Whereas if we're talking like it is very possible for an X other tribe to be bigger, like right now, I don't think it is very possible for any other tribe to be bigger than Nagas. But with Murlocs, especially if you hit the Golden Brand. That's where it gets really silly. If I right? had buddies, I could do it. Yeah, I yeah, could do it. <laughs> but yeah, we don't have that. So it, it, yeah, it feels like the Naga boards are like, there's buddies somewhere and creating, creating those boards, right? Like, yeah. it's like, uh. well, we, we, uh, let, let, I'll finish up like my thoughts on Leroy and then we can jump maybe to like, what's, what really makes the Naga so silly. Um, so, so my, my, couple thoughts on Leroy is that it's usually Leroy versus a uh, Dark Glow, I think, or Glow Scale, whatever it's called, the five drop that gives shield, because that one is taunt, right? So most Naga boards mm -hmm. are going to have yeah, Glow yeah. Scale on the yeah, board. Yeah, yeah. So you're essentially, uh, most people I see that play the Leroy put it dead first mm -hmm. because they're trying to hit the shield. I think my approach usually is I don't like it first. I, my favorite is actually to taunt the Leroy. Yeah, uh, that, that's the, also pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let them go into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry? Yeah, let them go into your Leroy. Yeah, let you... them go into the Leroy because you're going to kill a Mantid with shield. You're going to kill their Lurker with shield because what they're thinking is, oh, I'm going to go first with my shield so that if I go into a Mantid Queen, it's not dead. Right? You don't want to yeah. go first with an unshielded Naga because if you hit a Mantid Queen, that's awful. Right? You lose your big Naga. But if you go first with a shield, you usually feel pretty okay about that. But if you attack into a taunted Leroy, ooh, you lose your big shield Naga into that. So that's, uh, that's the, the thing about that is, you know, if you're also playing Naga, so you'll have the glow skill as well. So it's not guaranteed that, but it's still nice to just have it. Like, I think that yeah, is. Yeah, it's, it's an yeah, option, but yeah. right? it's a thing that can happen. Yeah, it lets um, you high roll. 
yeah, I like the um, bumper into thing that can kill the glow scale. And I like to put like my really good Nagas more into the middle and then Leroy like taunted in the back or so. I think mm -hmm. if I can do that, yeah. I'm, I'm usually happy. Or man, it, it's, it's right, very right, weird right. talking to good players and being like, "Yeah, <laughs> like, I was like, like this, this, you know, like you're already thinking like steps ahead, like to counter people's voice, like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll, you know, just as a casual way to talk. But I, I don't think other people, if I'm talking to them, they'll just like casually drop this in there, and I'm just like, yeah, you know, you're you're already talking about like things five steps ahead, you know, and it's just nice to hear. That's all. Yeah, that, that's the main thing. Like uh, some cool stuff to do, right? Is the Baron Ghoul, their Leroy's. Uh, so I've, I've yeah, done I, I never see that. I'm I like you have to buy six gold worth of alternative cards, and you know, well, you... no, it's, it's when you're already playing Seven, right? So I'll play Selfless Baron Ghoul Seven, right? So like that, that can scam pretty hard, especially if you know that they're okay. like not optimal builds that are running two Leroy's. I don't know. Like, oh, that's yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean. That's that's pretty rare, <laughs> right? But um, I, I think that a good poison build can be the like an okay naga build, like a perfect naga build is tough. Um, yeah. Either okay. way, um, just moving on, I guess. Like some some niche stuff, but fun to talk about the Leroy. So essentially, most people put the Leroy first. So something I th that's also very specific, but I don't like to put Shoal the buff on my uh, dark or my uh, glow scale, just because like because the instinct is oh I have Siren on my board. So therefore, my glow skill is going to shield. Therefore, the shoal buff is going to get maximum value on a divine shield, but it's getting Leroy anyway. So who cares? Yeah, but that, so that's I, late game stuff, right? Like mid game, like people, when people don't really run Leroy's, right? You can you can get away with it. I mean, people still run it, but it's it's not that you you kind of have to know. Look, usually it's their biggest minion there as well. So unless you're really going to kill their biggest minion, I I don't even I don't like investing too much temporary buff into the glow scale because. I'd, I'd much rather put Shoal on one of my Tissas and put sure. Shield on yeah, the Tissa. Yeah, sure. Yeah, because sure. that's then you have like this juicy big Shield minion in the middle of your comp, nice and comfy. Yeah, it's very. It's fair. gonna do a lot of work. It's interesting Whatever. how like the positioning has changed because of Nagus. Like, it's not like yeah. oh yeah, you know, this is like optimal. It's like no, Nagus played glow skill because of, everyone has a glow skill. You have yeah. to change for yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's so yeah. random. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Everyone. So you you mentioned that you thought that the uh, or at least one of the the things that made Nagas really strong and you would like to see it toned down, I believe, is the tender the five nine. Or did I oh, did I understand? I don't, that? I, don't, I don't know how you would nerf this thing. I I think it's no. the it's I think it's a core engine, like for nutty comps. Like if if if. If I see an early Naga board with the nuts, they have this pretty much. My uh, my my opinion here is that I feel like the Siren is the the biggest culprit. Well, it's because of this end Siren, like that's the that's. Yes, but I, I guess the but... si like I okay. I see what you're saying. If you cut out the Siren, this wouldn't feel as bad. Where if you cut this out and you keep the Siren, it'd still be pretty powerful. Yes, not entirely, because obviously it's still it's still very strong, right? To yeah, discover yeah. Nagas and to discover every turn. So I saw a suggestion for Tender to discover a spellcraft minion so it cannot find Mortissa. I think that is fair. Uh, I don't know if that's going to be a change or if that's even a good change, but instinct instinctively I'm like, okay, this so thing... can't hit a Tissa. That would, that would nerf it a lot. 
Yes. Because you also can't hit Siren. Yeah. Can't hit Siren. Can't yeah. hit that would that would that, that would actually be pretty powerful of a nerf. Mm -hmm. But I I would be like, yeah. ah, do I even want this nerf? Because <laughs> those are the things they're looking for, right? Like a early lot of the time. on, I think you do. Early you on, do yeah, it's spells. it's still a free card, right? It's and still it's, yeah, it's still procs your spells. It's still, it's still a through. premium. Uh, it's still a premium thing to buy and cycle as well. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's the premium. And, and you're it also like guarantees that you're probably gonna get the shield. I mean, the shield one. You're probably gonna get. Um, you know, the piece you need, maybe it, it helps get triples. Show, right? Yeah, it'll, it'll make triples easier. So it, it, it'd still be good. Uh, but you, it wouldn't be like, oh, I just discover a Tissus every turn, like now until people count, until it, they're all gone from the pool. So that that is a pretty powerful nerf, but it would still yeah, be playable. So that's probably yeah, the way sure you want to do it. what they're going to go with. Um, but the, the main issue I have is what we talked about, honestly, on the podcast where we, when the cards were revealed and we were looking at them, we said, like, surely the Siren proc won't proc Tissa, right? Yeah. That seems just completely ridiculous. And then yeah. I remember Dom being in the chat, like, now it works. I was like, wow. So we could, we could see that coming at that moment. Like, that was not going to be I, okay. But this no. wasn't a problem in their playtesting, Shady. You know, I'm this, sure. This, I'm sure this, this was perfectly yeah. okay. You know, in perfectly fine. Yeah. Well, I, it's some turns I gain more by ending my turn than the entire turn that I run. Ah, uh, yes, yes, I've noticed that too. That's oh my, I had I had this game where I had like Golden Siren and like uh, I think I had it was either two um, two tenders or like a golden tender, and like every turn full board I'm just like full board of things and then mm -hmm. i'm like kind of board locked because i try to sell i have 10 good right i can't yeah. buy anything if i sell something i get a spellcraft and it's like discover a naga you know and i can like it i'm still still board locked so i have to sell something else and then i'll get i'll get another thing and it's like okay now i can now I, and then i had two right so i'll get a second one then i have to sell so i'm like wasting three gold every turn just to start my turn and uh and even when I, even at the, at some point I start getting the other, the other, uh, like I'll get the divine shield one. I'll get like the, the show and, uh, I couldn't finish my turn in like my last, like seven, eight turns. I just couldn't finish it. I was just like <laughs> trying to get stuff up. Maybe it's the NA lag or something, but I, I, I'm. Yeah. From the very beginning, I'm like, okay, I need to sell, sell, sell. I need to buy, you know, go play Discover Naga, Discover Naga, go play Buff, 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 Buff. And, I'm st and I still have, like, random Nagas that I'm getting every turn, right? So I have to sell those too. Like, uh, yeah. And I just, like, couldn't finish my turn every time. And I'm just like, uh. It's, yeah, the, it, the experience, like, I've, I've shared that experience. The, the experience, to, to put that uh, into plain terms for the viewers, is that by the time that you're ready to start your turn half the timer is gone no more than no half more, more than half <laughs> maybe well i've gotten better at it because i on those turns i've i've just i try to remind myself no thinking no thinking no thinking stop using your brain imagine thinking just go just go like i'm just like roll 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 because you're saying like waste gold right if you have something in the shop that you need yes so it depends a little bit so it depends on the order in which the spellcraft procs if you're getting your shields and your shoals, I'm not just, like, okay. Well, I wasn't. <laughs> I was. If I was getting the, the worst. tender first. Yes, the it, tender first it, is awkward. Yeah, it it, it it's uh it's position to screw me over. <laughs> it's like oh, having yeah. more. 
so that, that, that might have been it. But I'm I usually get the uh, the tender and the sheet. I think I it depends on when you buy them, right? Like when you Maybe play them on the I, board, I even, right? I don't even know, but I, uh, e either way, it's it is really just those turns. It's just go, go, go. Like I don't even look too much who gets what. I'm just like the shields; those are important. The shoals, like. Depends. Whatever. If I'm fighting yeah. someone I, I, relevant, I, I guess. Maybe. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like maybe I will look at what I'm gonna show. If I'm if I'm looking at my opponent, like whatever, it's just like show stuff. Just go, 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 and like I only pay attention for the shields. Like it, shield my it, it, uh, it sucks, right? I'm too like focused on optimization. So I'm always yeah. like, oh, I need to, I need to play my Naga to get the show plus one plus one. Like that's that goes, nah, that's nah. a thought in my yeah, head. Shit. That is yeah, a thought. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, if you watch me play those turns, I'm literally just play the card, play the card, play the card, play. Because I see a lot of people, right? What they do is they they wait until playing their spellcraft until it's like they have like ten spellcraft cards in their hand, <laughs> and I just play it as it comes. Like. Roll into another Tissa. That's okay. I rolled another Tissa. That's good. Did I miss some buffs? Yeah, maybe. But I finished my round. Finishing the turn is also good. But I, I completely feel you, right? Because you're thinking like, ah, but if I roll another Tissa, I will have missed the buff. And uh, this Naga might be temporary. And I'm selling it. I just go like, like, have a buff slot. Okay, sell yeah. the buff slot so it doesn't steal yeah. buffs. Yeah, so yeah, I go, yeah. Ram the card. Ram if, the card. If I'm doing that well in the game, I'll probably just like, just play buffs and not care but yeah, like, yeah just just play buff basically like when you're like full golden cali right you just buy battle cry sell battle cry but those those turns go a lot faster your gold runs out very fast yeah yeah but because of the tender and because of the siren which is you know like on the games you're doing really well it's a golden tender and a golden siren and the games where you're doing really 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 well sometimes you'll end on a common I've, siren or i've common only had tender. golden tender once that that oh. I've, I've i've been struggling shady <laughs> I've only had the golden tender once. To finish the turn when you have the golden tender, or huh? To finish the turn when you get the golden tender, or struggling as in not getting golden. Tender? No, struggling because as as I don't get golden tenders, you know, I'm struggling. You poor thing, holy crap, I know, man! Yeah. How have you been getting by? You I, I, that's what I'm saying, dude. I've only gotten there once. I do so so many so games. Good, yeah. I've just like not when got double six, no atissa, no tender, and I'm just like, come on, man. Come on, game. Like, I just want to win. <laughs> I just want to. I just want an easy win. Why do you got to do this to me? I'm Come just. Like, and then I fight someone and they have the nuts and they kill me. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Kind of unfortunate. But, uh. The cards are good, you know? I mean, Naga's pretty good, is my overall thoughts. You think they need a nerf or, like, some adjustments? Was it perfectly designed in, in, in iteration, you know? Any thoughts yeah, I mean the, the the obvious one to me is that I don't think that the siren, at least not in its current iteration, should interact with the Tissa. So, like, if you were that would be your most problematic card of the bunch right now. Right now, with the knowledge that I have, yes, I think that siren making your board larger with a Tissa is just kind of BS because it also you really really feel it when you have a siren or no siren yeah right because we're, yeah. we're talking you have the six drop and you're doing okay and you look at your nagas and like they're just like reasonably status what's going on here <laughs> it's not, oh i don't have the siren that's what's going on my my entire board isn't gaining 100 100 when i end my turn what is this <laughs> so yes that and I, i'm not getting a bunch of cards for free what is this bullshit I'm, 
yeah, so I think that is um, that would be my go-to interaction. But maybe you know if they change other cards, like for instance, Tessa would buff fewer Nagas. I don't know if they're looking at that. Maybe they uh, just change the way how some other things work, and suddenly you can have that interaction. Maybe, but I think in its current form, it's completely ridiculous that the Siren uh, triggers a Tissa because it's just yeah gains so many stats for free. Yeah, I'm looking. What what would be problematic? I guess for in Naga specifically, I mean, I think. Um... Almost all the Nagas are playable, right? Like, I'm not... Is there any Naga that's too weak? Like, are you are you like, ah, this Naga, I never touch it. I don't really... Yeah, I'm looking, and I don't really see that. Uh, at all, right? They all, like, they all have a something to do. Maybe Brutes. Well, but Brutes is okay. Like, yeah. It's like Brutes... Like if you're doing well, the brute gets salt. But yeah, that's a good that's, that's the thing, right? Like because of this meta, everyone's trying to high roll, and some cards are like shunned away because of it. Uh, I think weird. it just depends on whether you get your train up and rolling. I think if you don't, a brute is fine to keep on your boards. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you can't you can't use a brute as a carry and expect to outscale a tissa, right? But it's just like a ten. Like I've had the Baroff Brutes dream. That was great. It was fun. Okay. Um, but the um, yeah, I've, I've had boards where I've had like a a forty or a fifty fifty brute, and I just sell it because it doesn't have spellcraft on it. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. I will I will sell it, it for a five. It, it's siren. it's very <laughs> interesting that uh, if if you were if like before this meta, if you were to talk about some of like the more important. Things you'd you'd say, oh, Amalgadon or uh, Nightmare Amalgam's back in the game. That's going to be really interesting, but you literally never see it because it just doesn't have spellcraft. Yeah. It doesn't, you know, and it's it it's also kind of hard. I've 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 done well with one game where I was able to poison the Amalgadon and then give it give it module yeah. right, but that's like one game out of how many I've played right. It's it's not common. Um, it's it's indeed pretty rare. Like I've had a Light Fang game on. Um, that was the game on. So this is a specific thing that, you know, like I can't help but just like think about it because it was also today. But um, something really uh, fun is uh, if you have eel bound, which is the four drop that gives plus eight attack. Um, so, so some people might not know it yet, but if you put that on a magnetic in the shop, you can then magnetize and the buff becomes permanent. So what you can do is you can put that on a menace or you can put that on a module and then put that on your amalgam. <laughs> And give it more attack that way. So that was that was the game where I came in second with a Sarfang, where I had like two amalgams, I had a light fang, and that was part of my engine. My Naga was a golden eel bound. And I would put plus 16 attack on a magnetic every turn. Hopefully I was I, I rolled it most of the turns. And then I can put a magnetic on one of the um amalgams or on you know a pot pot that I had. So that is a um that 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 was kind of a cool thing to do. But yes, I agree. Amalgam overall in the current iteration of the game, which by the way, guys, like it's not going to stay like that. Like as a lot of people, they, they just say like, oh, I'm not touching this game or like, I can't believe like it's so crazy. And it's like, yeah, okay. The game is, you know, Nagas are overtuned, but I would rather have it this way than they come out too weak. 
because a, um, a good point Lorinda made in my chat was that this is something that allows you to really learn how to play with Nagas and to see how Nagas work. Whereas if you release Nagas and they're actually quite weak and you just don't want to play Nagas, you don't learn how to play with them either. So it's like they're really prominent, really strong. You learn how to play with Nagas. They then get toned down. And then if you happen to okay. roll into the, I mean, you yeah, could yeah. give the Kobor example. I've learned how to play with Kobors. They get toned down. I've learned how to play Kobors. Don't touch them. <laughs> like what? I, okay, that play Gem Splitter. Play, play a Gem Splitter and move on with your life. Or Flat Tails Agam. Or that's Ground it. Shaker. You, you learn what works with the Ground Shaker. You learn the You would know. I mean, them. you would know those cards are good. I feel like even yeah, if they we weren't, know, but not your average player. If they weren't no, playing a, with them at the start, terrible, but I mean, yeah. it's it's not like you wouldn't learn ever, but it's more like an accelerated learning process. I'm not so, saying that. So you're oh, this buffing, is the you're buffing weaker players or what? Like giving them time to learn things while we would understand it on earlier. I, I don't know. Like what's what's the point of it? Well, whenever I'm talking about it, it's not coming from a point of oh, I think this is correct because X. I look at different angles and I talk about this is part of the advantages of making your new... Well, first of all, if Blizzard spends a lot of time making a new tribe and it's complete garbage and you don't want to play it, that's obviously worse, right? Because then it's like, oh, you guys are like new meta. haha, ha, we're still playing Amalgadon. Let's say Amalgadon was still in and, you know, the, the Nagas suck. It's like, okay, I'm still playing Brand 7. Cool, I guess. Nice patch, Blizzard. Um, of course, you can't win. If you're Blizzard, you can't win because you know you make it too strong. It's like, oh my god! You can win. Them. You just have to perfectly balance perfectly, the meta, perfectly, shady. But then have it perfectly balanced oh, for or, each individual or, player, or, right? Or entirely, <laughs> you don't put a high-level tournament right three days after the patch. That's how you win. That's another. Most way. people don't care, right? Once again, this is very specifically uh, to the competitors. I mean, and there is care. 16 of those, right? And then, the, you know, the people that also compete in qualifiers who can yeah, there is There is a larger group of subset that care about competitive integrity, I would say, than the 16 players. Sure, but what percentage are we talking about? Yeah, it, it, it might not be high, but Very they are small. they are also vocal, I would say. I, being myself, yeah. I'm pretty vocal, you know. You, yeah, you're, you know, XQ and all, all the other high-level players, right? They They... A lot, a lot of the times, what they say gets talked about, right? Like if, if, if I were to like come out and like have a whole twit longer, or whatever, like I hate this. <laughs> there, there would be some, there would be some, uh, some talk, right? Per se, where sometimes if you're just like a casual player and you're like, oh, I don't like this meta, it's like, I don't know. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> it's not the same, right? So I do think. Even if it's not a large subset, it is an important subject subset to, you know, at least be aware of. Maybe not cater, but like just be aware of oh, the competitive players, you know, they don't like us doing so this, is, this or that. This is you talking about the timing of the patch. Yes. Yeah, or... yeah. Yeah. If if there was no tournament with this patch, I would like, you know, Frogger patch or whatever, we just laughed it off. At least I did. Yeah. I wasn't even playing that first week. I just laughed it off. Ah, frogs are, are broken. Oh, well, smuggers are okay. Ha ha. Very <laughs> funny, Shady. I see you're struggling. Ha ha. You know, I didn't I didn't care, right? Because there was, there was no, like, important tournament right afterwards. Like, if, if you're telling me, oh, you got to play in the frog meta, and, you know, for, you know, I'm like, oh, no. Why? I mean, I'd be like, why, Blizzard? Why are you doing this? Here's, here's a thought, Collins. The yeah. more I have played, 
-hmm. the more I think that your optimal strategy in Lobby Legends is to just go scam. Well, is to just go hard on the tempo. Well, first of all, let's look at it this way. Right? Oh, go go full tempo. I mean, but yeah, yeah. That, that's always the that's always the strategy. <laughs> well, <laughs> not really, not really, right? Because okay, so first of all, let's let's put the baseline. Yes, Nagas are overtuned and they should be nerfed probably at some point. Yeah. Um, but everyone's like pretending like the way how you see streamers play on ladder. They're going to be able to replicate that in Lobby Legends, where you can no. power level for no, sixes no, no, for. No, no. <laughs> That's not happening. No. You're gonna die if you do that, yeah, right? Yeah, you you're gonna you're gonna get murdered. Yeah. Sometimes you can do it, right? You play into Mayev and you have a good start, right? You pull into six, sure. But the the main the and and most competitors, almost all, right, are probably going to be aware of that, and they're not going to fall into that trap. But you might see a couple people like over leveling a little bit. And, and getting severely punished by people with, um, like, I think the average MMR you gain with Naga might be lower than the average MMR you're gaining. Well, MMR, yeah. tournament MMR, right? If you're talking tournament MMR, you're talking points. The average point you're gaining might be lower with Naga than with Beast or with Mech. Those okay, two specifically sure, are sure. very high tempo. Sure. I mean, but that's, so, that's, that's a whole, we're, we're going to a whole another like tournament meta discussion. Uh, yes, but I'm, I'm just throwing that out there because, like, right now people are pretending like you're only going to see Naga, and but, that's the only. But thing that's I'm at. that's not the that's not the argument I was making. Right? No, not you, but just in general when I'm when I'm looking around, sure. and and this doesn't mean that I think it's a good idea to put the patch on this time, and that doesn't okay. mean that's, yeah, like what, just, regardless of what like, the meta is, right? It's it, I'm more complaining about the timing. Uh, then, then, oh, you should okay. Not. So that is okay. So those are two very separate things. Yeah, yeah. It is good of you to point that out. So to, to make that discussion a little bit more clear, um, Colin says like, well, it's not fair that people only get like four days to practice and that you don't get to play the tournament on the patch you qualified. Yes, yeah. roughly right. Uh, like an ar another argument I'm seeing right is that oh, you there, should. There's also so many things that can go wrong with having. A patch right before a tournament in terms of like figuring out what to do. You know, like it, yeah, no, I mean overall I think if you're talking competitive, just just in general, being nice to the players. <laughs> right? Being nice to the players, yes. If you're if you're accommodating the players um the best you can, yes, they, they qualify on a certain patch. You try to get the tournament on that same patch. Now the way how the qualifiers and lobby legends is structured that's going to be tough to do every time so you'd have to play on a previous match kind of like you said in league but then that's really yeah. or, weird, or delay right? the patch yeah or delay the patch yeah, but then you know like usually the, the tournaments are more around the patch as opposed to the patch around the tournament right but, right yeah i mean that um, that's something you'd have to think about going forward yeah i don't think the solution to that is so easy like, because you yeah there, to, there's 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 no, there's no clear the solution three day like the term is tomorrow actually right like there's no <laughs> there's there's no clear solution that you can implement to fix it tomorrow you you have to think about you have to let this play out right we, we haven't seen the tournament yet we have to let well, this, this play out this and is, then this is the thing the reason sorry please can yeah go for it no go for it no and the reason me, why i brought this up is because i um on, on on Twitter, there were also some some suggestions to say, can we please nerf Nahagas quickly before the tournament? It's like, oh, you want to give them less? Than that was what Solicitor yeah. said. I remember. I, yeah, I saw yeah, that. Yeah, I, I would say, that. like, do you, do you want to give them less than 24 hours to practice that new patch? And, like, 
I can see, I'm, I'm not saying that one is right or the other, but I can, I can see both sides here for yeah, sure. So I, I, I can't, right? That's, that's, you're, you're, you, what, what created the problem? You're going to add on top. You're, you're going to solve the right, problem yeah. by creating the same problem. <laughs> like, what <laughs> well, are you doing? <laughs> this, this is where, this is where it ties in where I was talking about where we haven't seen the tournament meta. Like it might be that there's a lot of people forcing Nagas that do really, really poorly in the tournament. We're sure the winner of the lobby, right, is probably playing Nagas. Yeah. But maybe not even, right? Because of just I've I've won my lobbies as well with beasts where you're yeah, just yeah. like really aggressive killing people. So we're gonna have to see. So yeah, I guess we see eye to eye there, uh where I, I think that it would be too early to to nerf. Um like if you're going to nerf it, them it, then it wouldn't be too early. If there like wasn't a tournament, like once again, yeah. like that's the, if if there was no tournament, you want to nerf today. I'm perfectly fine with it, right? But since yeah. people have to understand how to play the game, how to understand, like they need time. You can't just you can't play one game and understand the meta. It takes longer than that. From I mean, for maybe there's a person that can play one like thirty minute game, thirty hour, I mean thirty turn game, and be like. Oh, yeah, I've, I've figured everything now, but it takes longer. Mm -hmm. So you can't just like be like, oh, yeah, we need to nerf things immediately because there's a problem. Because people need to understand how to play the patch. And even if the patch is unbalanced, people need to understand how to abuse that. So we yeah. you can't toss in a, a hot fix here. Like it, it's I mean, not the solution. Even then, like you, like at the first day, my understanding from the first day to the it's second day to yeah. the third day, it's com like, and, and hopefully to the fourth day to the fifth day, like mm -hmm. it keeps evolving, it keeps evolving and changing. Yeah. And, and I think that's, that's the, that's, that's probably the biggest, um, disservice, right. We do to the competitive play is that we see some really awesome shit when players are so completely confident on the patch and they have some like i think that the one of the things is like that that test game that i played with a sneed buddy and the tricksters and stuff there's no way if it's day three that i'm gonna do that there's no yeah, fucking yeah. way like, <laughs> there's, there's no way like I, my brain is not going to do that yeah. so you're just going to see less really really cool stuff where you see players who have just practice and practice and be like I, I know this. I've seen this very, very niche yeah, scenario yeah, in one yeah. of my games before on like day 28 when I was practicing. Yeah. It's like, yes, I know what to do here. That's some cool stuff. You're not going to get that. Yeah. So that, that is probably one of the biggest, you know, um, this service is the, to the, to, uh, what, the what, what makes me sad is something a little different. You're going to see mistakes like where if we go like two weeks later and you watch that game again, that player would be like, oh, what was I thinking? Right, you're like almost probably every player in that tournament, except maybe the winner or something. Is like we'll watch that tournament two weeks later and just think to myself, "What? What was I doing? This makes no sense. This play doesn't yeah. even <laughs> have any chance of victory here." And it's just sad because you don't have that time to really figure out like what the optimal lines are. Like I, I, I think with the bunny man, like bunny man is imbalanced, but you could really feel like people understood like the imbalance and like, Oh yeah, I need to do this or this, this, this one line is the only line I can see from my position to, to have a chance to win. Right. Where some people will just like not hit a Tissa, not hit, uh, a tender, roll it down for Leroy and, and Mantis queen. And then if they don't hit it, they die. 
and that's they're going to be their whole tournament because that's the only thing they've learned right like oh i need to do that and it's going to be so sad like looking back and be like oh no you had that line here you had a line here obviously you don't yeah, win you but maybe you can this, like right? recover like, like, like you could have waited the tournament yeah yeah, yeah. Like and and it's just like it's it's too soon for such a big change to really expect these players like even though they're very skilled they kind of have that mastery of a, of a meta and you're it's just going to be like subpar play for the tournament i think and it, and that just the makes count, me sad the counter argument to that um which i you know once again i i like yeah, taking sure. the yeah yeah, yeah. Go, you play devil's advocate for sure so the the counter argument to that is that you now allow for a different skill which is the very quick adaptation like who can but, so you can but that is not the skill that was tested that's my annoyance about yes, it yes but you can you can compare that a little bit i'm not sure if you're familiar with i'm not even sure if that's still how the way it went but competitive magic at least you used to play a portion in a limited format where you would play sure. and you would just get some packs offered and you have to draft and then you'd play a portion in the constructed and you know there might be like a qualifier where you had to play constructed or whatever and then you, you knew the that going in have, right i would assume yeah, 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 okay. Like, but but just saying that the um, that that might be the counter argument that people say, like, well, this way we get to see how well rounded you are as a player if you have that early adaptation as well. And I think some of the players, probably not a lot, but some of them say, like, okay, I like that more because I'm good at that. Yeah, yeah. And like, I probably have a better chance. To be fair, I'm I'm good at that. Like, but that, yeah, that doesn't are, that doesn't are. mean that I, I I'm okay with it, right? Like, just because yeah. it fits my skill set doesn't mean oh this is a, this is something I, I resonate with or I want I want to move going forward. And not or not all the tournaments are pri or like are looking for that um skill set right like the last tournament i didn't have to mm -hmm. i didn't have to learn how to play frog in a, in a in a in three days right it's it's a very like arbitrary way of, of like testing players especially when that's not the what they qualified right they didn't go in being like oh i need to be really good at like figuring out a meta in three days like that's 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 yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna climb this month because i know that's gonna be really important this month uh, or mm -hmm. something like they, you could argue that um People were like, there was some evidence that the patch was going to happen, but it's hard to like put that in, as you're climbing, thinking, oh yeah, this is this is going to be very key for the final. So to to reply to that, um, from what I remember you saying, would you say it's then okay the next time because now a precedent has been set in BGs because of this precedent, um, has well, been made in or would you just say it's less of a problem? I'll tell you two things. First of all. I want to hear if they have a response, you know, like what's their thoughts on it, right? Because we haven't really heard from Blizzard what their official like thoughts on like doing this kind of thing, right? If they say uh, we we had this tournament, things worked out, we were happy with uh, the results of this tournament. It was very popular, it was like, you know, it was most watched or whatever. People are playing Nagas and we like doing this and we will continue to do this. Then it's going to be hard to be like, ah, oh, well, man. Blizzard said it's fine. I guess I'm just not gonna play anymore. <laughs> you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard um, to say that. And also, like, from even if Blizzard says something, right? You you also have to hear the response from the wider community, right? Like, if 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 random casual players are watching a tournament and be like, "This is a pretty big fiesta," like that's and that's like the general sentiment. Then it then even if Blizzard says something, it's gonna be harder to. 
make that stance and be like, oh yeah, we're fine with it. But like every, a lot of the casual players and the competitive players are watching it and, and think it's a bit weird that it, it was in this format. Oh. Then, it, then it's a little harder. So it, it kind of depends on what the results are, what the opinions of the wire community, like whatever I say and, and whatever, you know, Blizzard says, it has a certain effect to it, but really it's like, it's all a community effort and really depends on how people respond to it. So um, that would be my initial response, but I'm sure you have more to say. Well, I just had a small, um, like, I guess, thing to add on when, when you were saying, you know, like, how will your average player like react to that? If you are being honest, if you look at Twitch chat or your average reply, no, don't look at, Twitch don't do chat. that. Don't. Do that. <laughs> well, you know, I I would argue that the the meta we had right before this was actually really nice. You know, overall, I enjoyed. It. Yeah, skill yeah, testing. I liked yeah, it. Yeah. I like buddy. But you ask most ran, you do like a random check. Most people are gonna say. Man, it's just about who gets more Amalgadons. It's so dumb. It's just poison. It's just no skill. You just Tefan, poison. I do think a lot of people didn't like playing it, but they liked watching Buddy Meta, like per se. They liked, oh, yeah, you know, I get to see my, you know, like the whoever I'm watching do these cool things with buddies that, oh, I couldn't imagine doing (laughs) or or figuring out this line. That was a really cool line that you saw there where I wouldn't have never would have looked at that direction. So I, I do think there was. Um, a little bit difference where playing it right, like, uh, it can feel frustrating, but watching it and you don't have like that visceral, like I've it. lost here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, it is, is a little bit better. So I, I don't think it's, it's all like, like that last meta was all, uh, downsides. There are some benefits for a buddy meta in terms of like watchability. Yeah, no, fair, fair, fair. Uh, we've, we've. I guess we haven't really strayed, right? We've just no, kind of no. Everything meandered, is, yeah, everything meandered is. into like more talking about the tournament, and and I think that that is fair because it is indeed something that I think is worth, especially as you know, like uh, a a smaller but part of you know the community of, of voice, right? With our podcast, I think it's good to indeed talk about it, and I do want to make it clear that overall, I do think it would be, um, it'd be better if we can figure out a way to have the patch be on the same as they qualified on, or at the very least to have more time to prepare. I, I think the immediate question there is, are we willing to settle for fewer lobby legends for yeah, that? To there's happen? a question I, in chat, right? Is that what you're reading? Since we have lobby um, legends every month, it's almost impossible I, to I have think time. It's, to... I think it's a good one to, in, yeah, feel free to almost, read it. Almost impossible to have time to prepare between patch and tournament. Would you rather have lobby legends each month with this handicap or fewer lobby legends additions so you can prepare after a patch? Um, I, they're asking me. <laughs> I personally like that there's, there's more lobby legends. I don't think um, having to wait is, is necessarily beneficial i do think more like because there is a lot of benefits to lobby legends itself besides the money besides the like the preparation right just the notoriety of doing well in in a blizzard sanctioned tournament can do can be really good and this is generally for streamers but a lot of the competitors end up being streamers because they have the time to practice and they like you're watching the streamers because they're good a lot of times or they're funny or or they're they have friends that in, i don't know whatever but like a lot of the times if you're if you're doing well in lobby legends that that can help you a lot so 
just having more of them, more opportunities to showcase your skill. Because a lot of times you'll see a lobby legend and then like the casual people will be like, who is that person? Who is that person? Who is that person? I don't know any of these people. <laughs> you know, and that 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 is interesting, right? Because a lot of times they've been streaming, they've been playing well for, for a long time, but it's just, it's sometimes hard to kind of differentiate yourself, kind of stand out, be, be, be um, noticed, uh, especially in these wide uh, competitions like in Twitch or, or, or Hearthstone, right? A lot of times, a lot of the viewers will watch the same, like one person or, or so, right? So uh, just having more of these helps you differentiate yourself. If you do well in lots of tournaments, um, that can make you stand out. So I wouldn't have less of them. I don't think that would be overall helpful for the competitive player base just to have less. Even if the prize was like added together, I still think you'd rather have more of them. But it it's it's more the timing, I would say. I wouldn't want to have three days to prepare for any tournament um, at all. Like I, I just think that's not enough time. It doesn't necessarily have to be like, oh, you have a month to prepare. But like maybe like a week and a half. I feel like a week is like the minimum for me. Um, but I, yeah. I like I remember trying to practice Storybook Brawl. I had a week to practice. Yeah. And after a week, I felt good at the game. But I got crushed by the the people that played from the beginning. I got absolutely they, destroyed. They had more time though, right? Yeah, yeah they, I mean, they've been playing since that. the game came out, right? Essentially. Yeah. And I just like... Played it casually. I'm not. I play. I played seriously for a week. I, I learned. Right. I and and I could beat ladder. I could beat the people in ladder, but I, the people yeah. in the tournament very different uh, understanding of the game than the people casually in ladder. Like I was winning all my ladder games. I was feeling. I I, thought, I was like, oh, I'm pretty good. I I, <laughs> I go in and I get destroyed. But however, after that tournament, uh, if I if I played it again, I think. And I had like a week and a half to practice instead of a week. I, I feel I would have done significantly better, even with that extra three days of practice. And and also um, having that tournament experience itself uh, and then a little bit more time of practice, I feel I would have done significantly better than what I did. Right. So there there is a there is a, a limit to how much time you need. And especially when it comes to people that have played Hearthstone for a long time, like that time lowers, right? Like as you've played more Battlegrounds, you don't need as much time to like understand because there's, there's, there's um, basics and, and fundamentals that you know of, right? Where I was, I was so basically learning a new game. Just to quickly interject then, it is okay for you to play the game on a different patch then, but it is not okay to have a, the practice little time, time for that yeah. patch. Yeah. Yes, so... I guess just hypothetically speaking, um, I guess it would be quite possible to have the tournaments um, continue on their current pace, but yeah. it would just be that we have, let's say, a minimum of a week and a half. Yeah, right? something like that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be so... It would be such a hard ask to say, oh, tournament and patch have to always be the same. I, yeah, that would be my main problem. Uh, I think that... I think if we want to, which I, you know, like once again, 
I really love what they're doing, right? Yeah, Just yeah. imagine if we were talking about this last year. We're saying, you know what? That big monthly tournament <laughs> that we have right now, it's a little, ugh, it's a bit annoying that I'd be like, I'd be like, shut up, give me a monthly tournament. Yeah, I don't care. I, Three I, days to practice, I, I'll do it, right? Yeah. I, I'm always of the belief that even if, you know, things are okay, that doesn't mean you can't talk about the downsides, right? Like, even if the Absolutely. world is, 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 is doing okay you can't you you still have to make the world's on fire right there like this whole section of the earth is on in flames like can we talk about can we talk about this like, no. but the other you know the other part of the earth is is green we're we're doing well global warming things aren't that part is on fire like i, I mean i i see it i have to talk about it you know it's right there so uh i just i just don't i, I mean i i do you know, I do understand. And I appreciate that they are having tournaments, and it's great, right? But still, it, as, you know, as a competitor, I have to mention that this feels super awkward uh, to just have a yeah. a tournament like three days, and then like, oh yeah, here you go, learn everything. Like it, it, it's not really feasible for most of the competitors, no matter how good they are. Right? Everyone's a human. There are some issues with humans, and you know, learning things quickly. Right? It can take a while, so. You know, that's that's my issue. But yeah, I, I think a week and a half would be pretty like feasible for me. Um uh like a week is still like sketchy, yeah. right? Like uh, you two know two weeks would be great, but that's maybe a big ask. Right? Yeah, two two week. weeks with two weeks is you can generally learn like you can generally get to a master tier. Um if you have the fundamentals, but like Three days, yeah. no, I wouldn't say so. A week is like you're very much scratching the surface of what's possible. A week and a half, I think, is like you're comfortable. You're fairly comfortable, but not like perfectly comfortable in, in like what you're doing. You're gonna you're gonna go into situations that you've never seen before, even with a week and a half of of, of heavy practice. That's uh, three days. Almost every player in the tournament is gonna be in a situation they've never seen before. A week, you almost most 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 players will. Like a week and a half, a lot of players will be like pretty comfortable, but a lot like you'll you'll get into a situation where you've not seen before. Two weeks, you're you you might get there, but you're probably doing well uh, at that point. Like if, if you if if two weeks of practice and you're in a situation you've never seen before, you're probably like, oh, this is like for my life, and I need to like figure out every single option. You're you're in in that situation where like you need this to, you need this win or or so, so you're thinking outside the box. So uh, I would be okay with like a week and a half, uh, generally. I think that it's, um, that that is something that we can still discuss, right? And sure. Like, but in, indeed. So it's also only an issue, like how many of these cycles do we have? Is it three or four tournaments per cycle like that? So it's, the expansions for they they've introduced seasons but they haven't really been clear about it but generally mm. the um like expansions for bgs is usually like a month after the hearthstone constructed expansions it's yeah. usually and how those are doing. it it's three, three a year, month i believe a uh, three a year yeah so, so that means roughly four tournaments if you're doing one every month right yeah, yeah. Uh, i'm not sure so if like three or four tournaments where the situation yeah. will come up so you'll have just the 
one and one and three or so yeah and these are many. like the big patches right like not we're yeah. not really talking about those small like uh you know hot fix i'll i'll change like some armor here seven, or there, seven so. three to four basically which is which is significant right don't get me wrong that was a big change to the meta but it's not nagas <laughs> yeah it's not nagas <laughs> yeah exactly yeah nagas okay yeah. No, that's fair you can get away with less time frame on those smaller ones it's just like those huge naga dragon crowbar patches right you need more time um to understand what you're doing so okay i i, I think that i can absolutely get behind that i the main problem i had was it's tough it's real tough to keep the patch the same you know the one you qualified right. on the one yeah yeah it, yeah it, it would like unless you had less tournaments which i don't want right like that's not yeah, the goal. I, I i would indeed much rather qualify on even though you know like in an ideal world you play on the same thing right, right. I, would, I would much rather play on a new patch with some time to prepare prepare if it means i have a shot at qualifying every single month that's really cool um that's just um that's just the i guess that's the uh what's the the thing in the closet the skeletons in the closet we talk about we haven't actually talked about this tournament what we expected from the lobby legends tomorrow like we haven't actually talked about what you think it's gonna look like or anything like uh, yeah right i mean i i think that we're gonna see a lot of um tempo like do really well and i think we're gonna see less like omega power level naga do at least you know like I think Nagas win most lobbies. Don't yeah, get me wrong, I, right? I think like that's going to be true. You know, even though you're up against really strong players, you're still going to see Nagas win the lobby. But I think we're going to see more, um, like you're not going to be as aggressive as on ladder. So I think we're going to see more deflecto, more see, mama bear. See, I, I, I would yeah. agree with that if there was more than three days of practice. Right, like I, I think some right. players are gonna default to their ladder experience. Too, yeah, too locked into the this yeah. is what we're on ladder, so yeah. I'm gonna go hard for the Nagas, and I think that is fair. I think these are really strong players, though, so I think most of them are gonna. I, I, I want to believe that. Oh yeah, they're gonna like. I, I do. I want to believe like. Oh yeah, they're gonna yeah. understand like. Oh, it's a different meta, everything. But they've just been like high rolling nuggets for like three days straight, right? Like, hey, <laughs> just like oh yeah, just change yeah. everything. You know, it's like they're gonna default to their practice. That's how players work, and it's more like an instinct, right? You yeah. see that shop, and you see like I can level here. I like, can level here, yeah. How do I take 15 here? And, and, That's crazy. And, and maybe, like, maybe after, like, the first two games, like, you might see some, like, more experience. Like, they'll be learning on the fly, essentially. Yeah. But the, that first game, I, I'm pretty, pretty. it's pretty going to be pretty high roll. I think what's going to happen is two players are going to high roll, right? Like, everyone's going to try to high roll, but two players are actually going to high roll. And those players will be dominating the lobbies. Then you have everyone else playing catch up, right? Either going Leroy scam to like mitigate damage or like trying to play some other tempo thing that they got. But I still think the two players that are Naga centric will probably be like top one, top two, essentially. And then like the people that found a way to stabilize in some other composition will be three and four. And then like eighth and seventh will also be Nagas. <laughs> <laughs> they, they didn't hit and then six fifth and six are like probably the unlucky fools that fought the top one and two like you know and that's the meta like <laughs> that's that's my thought uh but yeah it's uh it, it's gonna be weird to watch like i i hope it's not as 
fiesta feeling as ladder feels um that that's my hope like i don't want to come out of the tournament being like yeah that guy could have done that too <laughs> like I, you know like uh, i could have i mean obviously i, I could but that like some random player could have done the same thing essentially like I, I don't i don't really want that to be the feeling um for most of the players coming out i, I want to you know but it's going to be so hard since you, there's not enough time to really figure out the kinks in the meta of like oh yeah this is what you do but yeah it's it, it's it's gonna be like even if that's what happens that is still like a weird outcome to have um where you come out of the tournament everyone's playing like one comp there's no real like alternative strategy um to it because the the one comp is just way stronger and it feels like ah uh, you have to play the same way and, and it kind of it's going to be hard to differentiate yourself you know like the winner played nagas oh the next winner is playing nagas <laughs> the winner after that oh he did something really weird he transitioned into nagas he didn't even get a tender immediately he he rolled into a tender wow it's so different you know? <laughs> like, i say that it is it is kind of difficult to transition into nagas yeah cuz because everyone's forcing it yeah. If you don't get if you don't get it early, you it's all gone, <laughs> and then you're and, just like yeah. Yeah, you need to have the infrastructure sort of set up, right? You yeah. either get a very early Tessa and then build around that. So it's funny, right? You, like that is something yeah. very different. Like it was oh, this guy did something very. It really is very different to transition to Nagas. Like, yeah, that, that would be a, a real thing. But yeah, I, I feel you. The, since everyone's looking for it, it's hard to transition. You need to have the setup beforehand. It's it's also because you're going up against other people that are already scaling. It's really hard to like get the pieces and then catch up as well. Yeah. So yeah. there seems to be this very short window in which you can compete with yeah. the scaling Nagas. Now sometimes you're in a weird lobby where no one's hit yet, right? And then of course it can work. But most of the time, there's one or two that have already hit. So if you're still chasing the Atissa too deep into the game, that's that's when you're like, well, you know, all I needed was Atissa. I was like, well, cool, right? Yeah, that, that means like all I needed was the entire comp. Because that's, do you, that's do you think that makes Tess worse? Worse than you thought? Because if you're the I've second been, one. I've been really liking Tess, but you have to... I always say they have to be very proactive. Like, I don't like sitting on a low tier with Tess. I don't like... Like, like you did in Buddy Meta, right? You could do that in Buddy Meta. Where you could sit. I, I didn't do that either. When I played oh, okay. Tess, I also leveled. So I always tried to be proactive because... Well, in Buddy Meta, I think it was easy because your buddy provided you with free tempo and value. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I think yeah, it was very exactly. easy to level. Yeah, you, just, you just hit the galley cron, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, you hit, you hit like a galley, you hit a Phelan, you hit a Flurk, you hit an Alex, yeah. you hit a Bran and took the brand. You're like, there's a million things that can happen in Stess that just allows you to be strong and level. Um, of course, if you hit like some amazing board, then yeah, stay on tier four, right, right, steal right. the entire thing. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I do that too sometimes. Right? But and, like, I, what I what I mean is, some I think some people when they play Tess, they they just have this mindset, kind of like a cat, where like, okay, I'll win in the late take, game. <laughs> I'm taking, I'm taking, I'm taking deflectos. I'm taking pure tempo. I'm bunkering down as long as I keep my health high. I can tank the high roll and then steal the shit. And that doesn't work because you're a turn behind them or two turns behind them, right? Depending on how long they've had. Right, right. So you're not suddenly going to get bigger than them, even if you're healthy. It's it's still really difficult. You got to make your own moves, right? You got to already have that show. Yeah, you got to yeah. already have that fire. It's not like a Mogadon. Right? 
That's the difference. It, it's yeah, you stats matter. You don't have poison on your stuff. So stats matter, which means that you have to be ready to start scaling if you're going to be playing Nagas, which most of the time you're going to be doing is test. So that's that's what I mean with this. You got to be proactive. You got to so both my test games have been first. I think right. Okay. right? So I, I like that doesn't mean anything. First of all, that does not mean anything. <laughs> but uh, you know, feels, I, I hear you. <laughs> yeah, it feels pretty good to me. Where I, uh, but it, you know, I was proactively looking for my own uh, my own board so that I could immediately start doing things the moment right. I get. You don't have to you know, spend your whole turn getting the atissa engine and everything like you you can already I, start scaling I immediately didn't, i didn't have to transition out of an entire tempo yeah, yeah, count yeah, yeah, yeah. that's basically a test i was just like sometimes it was just like oh i'll take the second tissa right i was just like i guess to, to put it into practical example is if i had a triple i wasn't going to be like i'll triple into a four a just four for some tempo. tempo like i'll try to get my own six okay I'll try to get my own test. I'll try to get my own tender so that I already have my comp. And then when I hit a good Naga board, it's just, oh, it's just added. It's, right? it's, it's not just, even fair. Yeah. You fix you everything. Yeah. You get your second Tissa. You get your second tender. You get your golden siren, right? You get your second dark uh, glow skill or whatever. So that's, you know, it's just ding, right? You get the entire shop and you're just happy. But I, I think that's why I see a lot of tests die early. And I think part of that is that they, they do have that mentality of I'm just going to, or, or not get there, right? Either die early or not get there. And I think they have that mentality of, I'll just let the high roller come to me. Right? Right, yeah. And by that time, it's too late. Yeah, so. Overall, like, I think we talked about it. Uh, we think Naga should be nerfed, right, in some way. I don't necessarily know everything that needs to be changed, but that's kind of what happened in, in Crowbars as well, where... They just kind of hit a lot of things. And then some things felt justified, some things didn't. They unnerfed it, like, but way later on, right? Because nowadays, Quillboards kind of have like very similar initial base power levels. But some of like the key things that were making Quillboards too strong got touched, right? And then that overall, like, I don't know, with Power Creep or whatever, it's kind of interesting. Like, we haven't really talked about the non Quillboard stuff, like Dark Gaze Elder. I, I think this card's really good, right? And, and um, yes. once they nerf Quillboards, people will start playing this. But right, like, right now, it's hard to do anything else because mm -hmm. the Nogas just kill you. But I actually think this card is, like, really, really strong. This, like, it yeah. might, this might be the strongest card they release. Funny, like, you know, you could argue, like, oh, Siren, blah, blah, blah. But, like, it seems like... What this can do by itself, like it, it's a lot, a lot of stats without like trying. Like if you just get, one I, I think the, the the really cool thing is once you realize amalgam is a quillboard. <laughs> yeah. Right. So this means you can run this cart and agam and like two amalgams, and then yeah. you have a board where you have the perfect menagerie. Now, like you what, can. Even what run... you should do is run this and then double agam. You know that's the nuts. Oh, I but it depends if you could get a big enough spread, right? But yeah, you yes. need a you need you have a spread. Big enough spread, like amalgam essentially. If you can get amalgam, but I mean, if we're if we're talking like that, you just run two of these, right? You just run two of these. <laughs> that's true, right? Just run two of these. Yeah, just run more dark gaze. So you just it's kind of, at that point, it's kind of like a tissa, right? Where yeah, like yeah. sure, I might have five or six quillbore, you know, if I count my amalgams. But who cares? I'm just throwing bludgeons on everything. So everything's getting yeah. it, it, so, it, it What's crazy yeah. is like the synergy with Necrolite as well. Like you just make a huge cleave out of nowhere. Like out of nowhere, I'm just like, oh, one everything. turn. 
just yeah, here's a hundred yeah, you two necros you're like i'll take those i'll take those uh, yeah yeah <laughs> so there's there's some nuts with this but it's just because of nagas you you don't really see that and like even i've seen you know i see some people play it and it's just like it just dies to nagas and you're just like yeah i mean it doesn't look yeah. good but it, it is very good like <laughs> just not the, I, uh, the metaphor it's with golden shaker and that felt awesome it's just pumping my golden shaker by just rolling it was fun uh, but yeah, it, it is it is indeed. So I, I think the, the the sentiment I had towards this card is that this may very well just become a problem if it does not get nerfed, which at most likely does won't. not just because Nagas are so dominant yeah, that yeah. this is most likely. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's the uh, it's like the Prester problem, right? I when we initially talked about the last meta. It was like, oh, this is a problem. This is yeah, getting they're nerfed. Gonna nerf, they're yeah. gonna nerf this. They're not gonna nerf that. But they're yeah. not gonna nerf for us. Yeah, or yeah. macro. They're 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 you know they eventually nerf macro, but did they really? You know, they're like ah, they're not touching these problematic cards. I I get that feeling with dark case. They're gonna be so focused on nagas that they're gonna leave this alone, and then it's just gonna like be the problem. And then we're gonna have another like two and a half weeks, if 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 not longer, of like this just being a problem. Uh, you yeah. know. Like but, a little, little a la flat tusk, right? Where it's yeah. like, well, I guess I just go triple into flat tusk. Oh, I yeah. had a flat tusk and an act. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those were, those were like interesting days, right? Can, can you imagine saying that now? Like, he got flat tusk ag and like he wins the game. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, like, it's, yeah. it's, it still happened, like, actually. Um, even well, in Buddy Meta. No, no, that's like they hit golden ag and double flat tusk, right? Golden hogger to, you know, fund the pirates shopping. That's another one, right? Like, Right now, you don't see Hogger. No, you don't see anything. Hogger. Yeah. I mean, you only no, see no, Nagas. No. You see Eliza, right? You see Beast. You see Mech. Okay, right? yeah. So you, you, see you, a... you either see Super Tempo or you yeah, see you Naga. Yeah, you see Fast Things. But yeah. you don't... Yeah, okay. I will rephrase. You don't see Scaling other than Nagas. Yes. Yeah, that's, very that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it is indeed a thing that once, once Nagas are nerfed, this plus Golden Hogger, yeah. Right. Yeah, and then you yeah, run Agam. Yeah. So is gonna be very powerful. Yes, you're going to, especially in the no Murloc lobbies, no Seven. We're gonna see um, you know, like the counter with Manta, the counter with um Leroy. But there is um there is still a very good chance that you're just too big, right? Because two mantids, two Leroy's that's only four cards. If you're running Golden Hogger plus this, and you have Amalgam, you have Agam, everything's large. Most things have Divine Shield, right? If you're yeah. if you're playing Amalgam and Mixer, and so, uh, well, well, maybe you're not even because of Leroy, right? That but now we're talking like very hypothetical. Yeah, let's, let's not that. let's not go into. That, I, I can't help. That's what my brain does. Right? I'm like <laughs> now I'm thinking. If Quilbor are strong, am I gonna want to module my amalgam with Leroy? And, uh... It's it's hilarious that you're like, uh, Divine Shield sucks now because like, yeah, I might not want to module my big ass amalgam because I get Leroy. It's just so, run yeah. another Something taunt. Something to think about, guys. Just, you're already ahead of the next meta. Just go. run another taunt. Think, think twice. Yeah. Um, well, it really depends on big, but whatever it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yes. So, long story short, this Quilbor is really strong. But you're not seeing it because Nagas are just um, pushing it out of the spotlight. But then Nagas are very likely to get nerfed. This is very likely to not to not get nerfed. So 
you know, a prediction is the next meta is going to revolve around Darge's Elder. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel you, dude. dude. It's so sad, right? Because, like, they're trying. I know they are, right? Like, they're... And, and they, they, they obviously see the Naga problem, right? Because it's, it's in their stats, right? But they just... Yeah. They haven't, you know, they don't see the other problems because, it, you know, the stats don't reflect this being a problem. But, like, if you've played the, if, you know, if you're a high-level player, you play the game, you can, you, you can clearly see, oh, this is, this is probably a huge thing that needs to get nerfed, right? But because it's not in their stats, it, it's going to be hard to justify the change, right? And so it's just a bit weird. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, after, after Nagas get adjusted, and if they get adjusted well, then this is probably going to be the next thing that gets changed maybe like a month later hopefully right <laughs> but <laughs> yeah copium uh but also young murkai right is also um a bit weird right because um, i think yeah. if if um if brand if they if you can get this comp set up you can you can never beat them right like you can't out scale someone who has this set up there so the way how i've seen this comp is that it is very vulnerable to poison yes. because it's really hard to do this with shields because most of the time what people will do is swolfin right because the easy one so you have well, a swolfin, swolfin primal fin burgergo yeah, yeah yeah but it's it's true like i think ideally what you would have is you would have a primal fin for your engine and then you'd have burgergo i wouldn't i wouldn't really want swole ideally because you're concentrating all your stats on one or two minions. Yeah, I never, I never do it as well. So, <laughs> just, but I've seen, yeah, it. I've seen know. it, I've seen it though. It is, so, yeah. It's the easy one, right? People yeah. just go like, "Oh, it's great with Swole." You just do it. So I've done it with Swole when I was just up against Nagas, and I was like, "Fuck it," you know, just <laughs> make big minions. But when, when we do see Nagas um, not being so dominant anymore, that is indeed a good, a good shout out that you have these big Murlocs that are coming in, but they really struggle versus Mantid with the shield. They really struggle versus. Like Leroy, an amalgam, yeah, Leroy, so, yeah, yeah, Leroy, and all that. Yeah. So it's almost like you're gonna have this to is... run a ghoul, right? Yeah, you. But then you also want to keep your brand on the board, the proxy market. So then you already have a ghoul and a brand, and then yeah, yeah. The the one weird thing about this one is that the counter is in the minion type, right? The yeah, like poison, yeah. poison, and then Leroy Manton, and you can counter this board, so. But it, it, it means that you're forced into playing that answer because no other thing outscales this. Like like if if you're like if if Nagas are nerfed, you're you're trying to play beast versus this? No. You're trying to play elementals, probably not. Like you won't you won't outscale this with stats. You have to go poison. So it's kinda it's it's it kinda has a the Naga S counter where you kinda have to do that against Nagas. You're gonna have to do that. Uh, with this, but you do have the guaranteed SI fin in the lobby, so you can play like random small poisons to deal with it. But it is weird that if you see like a Flurgle with a brand, you're like, well, <laughs> I just sell my minions. Let me find the SI fin. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, not gonna yeah. beat this if I if with this random scaling I have, and that's that's a bit weird, right? Like, oh, there's one Flurgle in the lobby, and like, well, there's only one answer already that I, that I have to force. I had this really sad game for the flurry in my lobby because we're down to a top four mm. we've got i think a hook desk playing a full beast comp myself and scabs i can't remember where the hero i was myself and scabs we're both playing a failed naga comp so we tried to get the atissa we tried to get big enough didn't work 
So we're both doing the thing with the Leroy's and the Mantid. And then you have a Flurk who is just absolutely massive, can yeah. destroy the beast gamer yeah, twice yeah, over. Yeah. But the Flurk hits me into the scabs, gets a top four. <laughs> and the beast gamer wins because he's got tokens <laughs> against the poison scabs. So That's that so funny. The, yeah. That is the good old triangle. Rock, paper, scissors. Right? Yeah. yeah, that is the stats beating the tokens, the tokens beating the poison, the poison beating the stats. But it was just... It was funny to look at the fight and be like, this is not even close. I have two Leroy's, I have two Mantids, I have seven. I'm playing Glow Scale as well, just rotating it, right, to get an extra Divine Shield on my yeah, seven yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And he so, has like 300, 400 Murlocs. Yeah, and you're just and, like, and I no could chance. not care less. Right? Yeah. Everything poison on my point, so I just doesn't do anything. And, and most of the time, they just can't get themselves to sell the brand because, you yeah, know, uh, it works with the Merc guys, so they're still getting yeah, yeah. huge. I, I, I had that situation, and I sold my... So you know, I, I played I played the counter scammer or so with uh, with Leras and my own divine shields, and I had like I was like favored. I lost like a twenty percenter, and I was like, oh, this, this felt bad. Like <laughs> I just <laughs> you know, like I lost a fifty into a twenty percent to lose or something. It's just like yeah. all right, whatever. Yeah, a lot of it is also is your mantid gonna roll shield? That's a big one. Yeah, I mean, it becomes a coin flip. It's it. I mean, I mean, it. it I mean, it's kind of like presser. Uh, Amalgam other where it's a coin flip is like who goes first, who hits what, and you know, but it, it still feels weird, right? Just to be like, oh, I played it well, but like this guy had like you know, four or three poison. <laughs> I mean, now it's a coin flip, like, all right, then yeah, I guess so, but we'll see. I mean, I, I think this card could be pretty, pretty busted, right? Like, um, if you know, once Nagas are toned down a bit, so. That's another card I'm looking at. It's it's weird because all the cards they added are broken. Like I don't know, like <laughs> every card, right? Like because this one, Mantis Queen is very playable. Dark Gaze, right? Both of the six drops, Glow Scale. You have the Leroy. They're all like problems, right? In in, in their own sense. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's that's I guess that's just how they add cards. I mean, way, the, the I'm, least I'm, problematic I'm, card is probably Nightmare Amalgam, which is funny. Like, <laughs> the, the, that's that's the least problematic one. Like, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's um, probably with Nagas. Leroy from Coiler is BS. Oh, yeah, that's a very good. What the hell? It's so not fair. I've lost the game for that. that. I've won games with that. It's so not okay. Yeah. I don't like why did they had that before where you could like sneeze into my ex net and it was just like yeah. oh, how did I lose this game and you're and just like, like we missed that let's bring that back yeah no it doesn't make sense like what what the hell it uh not okay with that um, that, one, that one was less likely right because you yeah. have to go boiler yeah, yeah. into sneeze yeah, yeah. into my ex I was just Coiler, yeah, Leroy, yeah, yeah. I I have one game because I was like this reborn coiler, and that's 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 my that's my that's game. My line, right? And that and, and I'll check like the percentages. I have like a thirty percent to win. Like <laughs> I, have, I have no answer. Like it's just it's just a reborn coiler getting double Leroy. Leroy, baby. Yeah. yeah, just just ridiculous. That that shouldn't be in the game. I I just think as a, as a way like, um, obviously so. Yeah. I don't know. Not 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 okay with that. Um, but yeah. Anyways. I think we're gonna see more amalgam, right? Post Naga. Yeah, we should. We should. Some uh, dark gaze plus um, Agam. All right, Kalz, is there anything else you wanna 
talk about share with the listeners good luck to all the competitors competing in lobby legends tomorrow but also <laughs> ah, suckers anyways but yeah that's 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 what i was saying imagine quali- imagine qualifying imagine qualifying that would have been me if i uh didn't. we opted out we opted out right we were like i, I, I just lost two 20 percent flips you know that's i i still think i yeah. uh, i got scammed there i mean i I was gonna make it potentially. I, that's not true because that that would have only been the first round I made it. So I may have just lost in the second round. So who knows? Good luck to those players, right? Like, yeah. Hopefully, it's not all a fiesta. But yeah, that's that's all I have to say. All right, good stuff. My 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 parting words, I guess, would be that. I try to not really judge a meta too much, whether it's good or bad. I try to just figure out what works and then, you know, how to get to that point in the most efficient manner. And that process to me is fun. So I think if you want to play, but you find yourself being frustrated, try to not really look at it and say, you know, is the meta good or not? Just say, okay, how do I win? What matters? And then try to get better at that. If you don't enjoy it, don't play, right? Because I don't think that's, that's a good strategy. But that's how I enjoy pretty much every meta. I don't think there is a meta that I've played in this game where I'm like, I'm not having fun. I didn't and like the like, demon meta, the uh, floating watcher. So maybe that's the one I okay. missed. So that's, that's the one, I, but I didn't play that one. So the metas I've played, there hasn't been one, you know, quote unquote, bad enough to make me not enjoy the game because there's always, I think the, the best example I can give is Imagine that Tissa's on three. That's, I guess that's yeah, the that way that, there, right? that's, that that's the there. way to say it. Uh, oh right, you mean like floating watch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. but that, that was Doomsayer meta. But you didn't play that one, right? Either. No, no, no. Th- that's a different meta. I didn't. I didn't play Doomsayer meta. No. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying, right? So you played when floating was three. Yeah, right? yeah floating and was I didn't three. Play yeah. that, and you didn't play when yeah. Doomsayer was three. Yeah, yeah. So basically, we both played in a kind of a silly demon meta where. So yeah. <laughs> it's down, down demons. Down, down demons. <laughs> yeah. right? Tier three demons. They did not learn. Right? Tier three demons. Uh, anyways, but yeah, that, that would be my parting where it's just, you know, enjoy the game by figuring out what works because, you know, like if some people are doing better than you, then because it's, it's so easy to say, well, nothing matters. It's just about high rolling low. Well, some people are doing consistently better than you are. So they're doing something different, right? So there's something you can learn. There's something you can do different, yeah. but you got to be willing to, you know, look at that and, and, you know, it's a little bit put your ego aside and be like, it's, you know, you might be doing something wrong on top of, you know, the meta being in a specific thing. And and that that makes everything so much more fun. Yeah, it it it, it it's um I don't want to like throw shade, right? But it's it's such a cop out, right? Like it's such a uh a tendency of like lower skilled players to blame the situation and not their own play, regardless of what the situation is. It's pretty much always your own play. Like regardless of the situation, most of the time, like uh, that's not always true. Like that's not always true. But um, you mm, you'll notice like anytime you look right. at the leaderboard, it's like the same names. Like if you look like even now, it's just I mean, but they're grinders to be fair. Like you know, it's not yeah. like if you don't have the time, then you can't really can't really expect that. But it will equal out. Like even it might not equal out at the same rate, but it it will equal out that you you're you will start to like be gaining the same points as them and, and it will slow down. Right. The, the beginning is always like uh, whoever plays the most is the highest. Right. But then after a while it's, it then, then the skill is like going to showcase. And if you're doing well over time, you're going to, you're going to surpass the people that grind it. 
so, um, you know, it, it, regardless, right? Like it, the 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 people that are really higher, like they're players that play well, and they've they've been known to have good skills. So it's usually just like I need to learn something more than oh the metas rng because it's not it's it's really i mean it is i mean the meta is always rng but you can mitigate that you can make it you can mitigate it to a noticeable percentage i guess uh where you can always tell oh yeah this guy is playing better than me so, or girl or whatever or robot i mean if they start playing the game so yeah anyways um yeah that's all i got you you, you done Done. Yeah, uh, all good. Right? It was fun talk. Fun. I at some point, yes, sleep would be appreciated. Lobby Legends is tomorrow at eight at one a.m. for me. So I don't know if I'm gonna be there, and I don't know if you're gonna be there. Are you? It's it's eight a.m. I'm probably just gonna be playing because those are my good hours. So <laughs> I, will, I will watch. Uh, you're 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 like so like me, right? Do you want to watch it later? Like um yeah yeah so like, like just we'll, watch review it later yeah I will I will do my my stream right and we can always watch it later like on or off stream like that's that could be fun has to be on stream right like that's a yeah. lot of, that's a lot of free content that I'm waiting that's for. like good content yeah <laughs> so uh, yeah. I guess probably we'll... also something that we can upload right here so yeah something to, well not to listen to you'd have to go to the YouTube channel so if you don't know yet. Thomas has a YouTube channel as well, so go. Sure. Uh, you want to say which one it is? Is that just Educated Collins or? Yeah, I mean, if you type Educated Collins YouTube, you'll probably get there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff. There's also like roundtables on there. Roundtables are also like Spotify, I guess, right? Because it's just yeah. audio. Every everything. Um, I've been putting the roundtables in the in the podcast now. Um, directory so they're an apple podcast the one thing about them is they show up as bonus so they don't show up as like an official yeah that's, uh that's thing so you might have to like scroll all the way uh to the bottom if you want all the round tables they're all together though but usually you want the most recent one um yeah anyways i see you've been like banning people the whole time huh i don't normally look at the chat but i've been i've been seeing you <laughs> Oh, I haven't been banning people. It's just uh, spam bots, right? All right, all right. It's it's one guy. He's been here for it's like not, two years. Not people, man. It's not people. <laughs> it's not... He is he is a person, though. You got to treat them. They just have no, different... no. I, I generally think it's on a timer. Like I think it's just automated. No, no, like... no, no. He does it for a while, then he stops. Like it's just how it goes. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, is that on the timer? No, it's not. It's, he did that to showcase you, dude. It's on a timer. Dude. It's on a timer. <laughs> you're talking about it. anyways um it's ai man it, yeah. it, it knows it. but yeah anyways uh that should be it for the show wrapping it up and uh we'll see you guys tomorrow i don't know if i'm playing afterwards i might i woke up pretty early so i don't have a lot of i mean i wanted to do other things you know but yeah see you guys later and um yeah i mean i'm done anything you got all good see you guys next time all right peace out everybody